Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 138 of Parenting Real Life. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Today we're going to be talking about Christmas around the world, and we're super excited because we have some people who are going to talk to us about the traditions that they do in their families during Christmas or the winter holidays, and we have some internationals, we have some locals, so we're excited to share those with you. But before we get to that, we do have a parenting in real life moment, which I feel like we haven't done this like at the beginning for a while, but this happened yesterday and I felt like we needed it. (laughs) We needed to share (laughs) So we went to Costco last week and got Lucy a dress that was supposed to be her Christmas dress. She wanted to wear it yesterday, which felt fine. She wore it all morning. So it's kind of interesting. I have a theory. But she liked it all morning. But as soon as she got into her car seat on the way to church, which is like after lunch, she immediately noticed that she got glitter everywhere. So this looked like it was just glitter glued onto the dress. And I don't know if there's another way to do it. But this one, that's how they did it. There's just all these little squares, then they glue glitter to Because I think you can have like a glittery material, but this wasn't, wasn't that. This. It wasn't like a sheer with glitter. It was like just glued on the top. So she was like, oh, dad, I'm getting glitter everywhere. Can I go change? And I was like, no, we're on our way to church right now. And so she was freaking out. The whole car was trying to encourage her, said it was cool, said it was fairy dust, We even had this random lady as we're walking into church. Somebody else is walking out. Don't know this lady. She squats down next to Lucy and says, oh, my gosh, I love your dress so much, especially the glitter. I was like, amazing. (laughs) So he kind of talked her into it, but she sat next to me in church and was just kind of like laying her head down, moping in my lap. I was like, she'll get over it. And she had a couple moments where she kind of did, but eventually she looks up at me and is like, Dad, being a fairy is hard sometimes. And uh, she hated it. She goes walking to me, and I look over at Alan. He's like, Lucy needs to talk to you. And I look at her, and she has, like, puffy eyes. I'm like, oh, why is she crying? And she's like, my dress is getting everywhere. And I look over at the bench, and sure enough, it's covered in glitter. Like a glitter bomb. (laughs) Like, I look at Alan's suit, and he's wearing a royal blue suit, and there's just, like, glitter shining on it. I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) That suit will glow forever. So, it's a bummer. So she wanted to go home. So I was like, do you want to go to change and then come back? And she's like, yeah. And so yeah. Alan volunteered to take her home and change when he stood up to left. It looks like he had sat in the glitter because it's like all caked on the back of his pants. so much. It was bad. And then it was showing up on our kids' faces. You know how glitter does that or just goes everywhere. So like all of our kids have little glitter dots on their faces. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is a real like glitter disaster. It was magical. <laughs> So, don't recommend the glitter dress from Costco. Yeah, we'll be taking that one back. (laughs) Good thing they have a good return policy. (laughs) So, yeah, as you're buying Christmas dresses for your girls, maybe avoid the glitter if you can. (laughs) Yep. Well, before we get into some of our listeners' Christmas traditions, we want to share a couple of ours that we haven't shared before. When I started thinking about Christmas around the world, I first thought of Brigadiero's. 
I remember the first time I think I had them, we were doing like a Christmases around the world thing in first grade. And my grandma and grandpa volunteered to make brigadeiros, which I'm sure is exactly how you say it. <laughs> it's Portuguese. Very Portuguese of you. <laughs> but it's it's a Brazilian treat. And it's this little ball of like chocolate goo that they then cover in chocolate brown, those like Long John style brown sprinkles. And they are very delicious. You're not Brazilian, so why would they do Brazil? Yeah. So my grandpa served three missions in Brazil. And two of them with his wife. So they were both big Brazilian fans. And the only other thing I can think of is they had Brazilian nativities. Mm. So Brazilian nativities have a very distinct look. But also just candy in general. My grandpa was like the last of his kind that made like really, really good homemade candy. He'd make these caramels and all this different stuff. And so I always loved the candies. And they have like a special marble slab. They did. That they would pull out so that they could it's like make a candy. cutting board, but made of marble because you need cool. And so the marble is cold. So it sucks the heat out of the candy to cool it. That's legit. So they had this massive slab of marble that they would use. Very cool. It was very cool and delicious. Yep. Alexis got to partake in that. Yes, I did. I loved it. One of our neighbors actually makes homemade caramels and gives yeah. us some every Christmas. And I'm always, I'm like, yes, I love these because Alan's grandparents always made those and I miss having them. So it's nice that our neighbor makes them too. Uh-huh. Uh, some other traditions that we do that are more cultural ones. We started doing Christmas crackers this year, which is a British tradition where you pull the gift apart and there's little prices inside. And both Alan and I have British ancestry, so we started incorporating that in our Christmas traditions. And I think last year was the first year, and our kids had so much fun. They loved it. It is very fun. It is very dollar store-ish toys. And oh, yeah. Like, like it doesn't last the night, <laughs> no. but it's still fun. It makes you feel like you're Harry Potter. Yes, because they do it on Harry Potter. We're like, see? <laughs> and then one other thing we do is my family comes from Germany on my dad's side of the family and we like to make German pancakes on Christmas morning. I don't know how German they are. They might just be the name German, but That's a good question. <laughs> I, I need to research that. But we do German pancakes to celebrate German heritage. That's fun. So those are two of the things we do. We also do some Irish stuff, but one of our listeners is from Ireland. She's real. She's real Irish and is going to share some Irish traditions too. So we'll let her do that. Yep. So we hope you enjoy these traditions from some of our listeners and thank you for everybody that sent stuff in and if more of you have some still send it and we'll still post it to our instagram or somewhere so that people can see all the traditions i think it's really fun it is really fun i think it's so fun to incorporate traditions from other cultures but also wherever your family comes from where i think in the united states we are a little bit different than a lot of cultures because we're such a melting pot that i feel like if we don't have recent immigration in our family, then that original culture kind of gets lost. And now you're just American and mixed in with lots of different things. And because our country is so much newer than a lot of other countries, we don't have those like deep traditions that some other cultures and countries do. And so I think it's really fun to just think about where your family came from and then find one of their traditions and celebrate that with your family to just remind yourself and teach your kids, you know, where you guys come from. Mm Mm-hmm. So this listener is Ashley. She's actually a friend of ours uh, who was our neighbor, and then they moved to Hong Kong. And so I thought it'd be really fun if she shared some Christmas traditions, but how they're maybe a little bit different now that they're living in China. And so here is what Ashley has to share. 
Hi, I'm Ashley, and we are currently living in Hong Kong. So here in Hong Kong, around December, it is still warm. Right now, it's currently in the 70s, so it sometimes is a little hard to get into that Christmas spirit. But we try to keep some of our traditions that we had in the States and use them, adapt them here. One of the things we would do when we lived in the States was we would drive around the neighborhoods and look at all the Christmas lights. There aren't really neighborhoods here in Hong Kong. It's mostly high rises. So what we do instead is we ride the Ding Dings, which are the slow moving trams across the Hong Kong Island. And we look at all the, the lights in the shop windows and the Christmas displays that they have in the malls. So it's just a fun way that we've been able to adapt one of our Christmas traditions to where we live. Another thing that we do with our children is that we get a new Christmas ornament for each one of our children every year. It usually has to do with some place that we've been or that we're living. And so it's really fun to set up our Christmas tree as it brings back so many fun memories for everyone in our family to relive some of the experiences that we've had in the past. I also grew up living overseas and one of the places we lived was the Netherlands. And there they celebrate Santa Claus which is celebrated on the 5th of December. And it's a saint that came across on a boat and brought gifts to the children. And so on Santa Claus, you put out your shoes or your wooden shoes and Santa Claus comes and fills them up with treats and a chocolate letter for your initial. So that was a really fun tradition that I had growing up that we took from a culture of a place that we lived in. Our next listener that sharing has actually been on the podcast before. This is Rosie from Ireland. They are now living in Utah, but they are Irish and have actually lived all over the world. So we're excited to hear what Christmas traditions they have. So we have two food traditions in Ireland for Christmas. One of them is that we have an Irish breakfast, a full Irish breakfast Christmas morning. So that would be your bacon, which we would call rashers. So a bacon sausages, eggs, black pudding and white pudding and toast, so bread. Now we'd have our bread soda, which is like kind of our brown bread and then we'd have our regular toast as well. So that would be one tradition. And then for lunchtime, we would always have turkey and ham, so roast turkey and ham. And then we would also have potatoes in lots of different ways. We'd have roast potatoes, mashed potatoes, garlic potatoes. And then we would also have Yorkshire puddings. So that would be kind of our two food traditions. So when we were in Australia, because Adam is Australian, one of the things that happens at Christmas time, which is slightly different, but very similar to Ireland, is that because of the weather, it's a cold lunch. So we, we would have similar foods that we would have in Ireland, but we would have them cold. So cold ham, cold turkey, and then all the trimmings. So the same, but different. So they would be our food traditions for Ireland and for Australia. Our next listener is Greta, and she lives in the United States. And she is going to share with us a family tradition that they do that's centered around service. It's Greta White from Brighter Fitness. I just wanted to share really quick a Christmas tradition that our family does every year. So we actually do a gift to the Savior. We take the first family night in December. Everyone writes down a gift that they want to give to the Savior. And it's actually more of a service or an action. So it can be towards a family member, like make my sister's bed a couple times a week or help mom in the kitchen. Or it can be invite new friend 
at school to sit at lunch with me. We write it down and we take a picture of it or make a copy of it so that we remember what it is and we try and look at it every day. We write these down, we put them in a box, we wrap the box and put it under the tree. And it's the last gift that we open Christmas night, way after all the rest of the gifts. We just enjoy opening it and reading through and seeing how we did this new goal of our gift to the Savior that we set for ourselves. So that's one of our favorite family traditions during the Christmas holidays. Merry Christmas. Our next submission was from Annabelle, who has some Portuguese traditions. Hello, my name is Annabelle. I'm from Portugal. And one of the Portuguese traditions is to eat codfish for Christmas dinner. After the meal, me and my family, we like to wait for the midnight. So we spend the night singing Christmas carols, watching Christmas movies, and this all dressed in Christmas pajamas, of course. <laughs> Before we go to bed, my father usually reads the Polar Express book, and we follow along, making all the background sounds, like the, the bells and the sound of the train. It's really fun. Christmas Day is more or less the same. We stay in our pajamas all day at home, watching movies and basically eating whatever we feel like. Depending on the mood of the family, we also play some board games and it's fun because we're a really big family. Just brothers, there are six of us, then more husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, nephews. It's a really big family. So without a doubt, it is one of my favorite days of the year. Merry Christmas. Now we are going to hear from Meg, and she has a Christmas tradition and a New Year's tradition that she's going to share with us. Hi, I'm Meg from the Many Little Joys. One of our family's Christmas traditions is to make gingerbread houses, which is not unique to our family, but we have sort of made it a twist over the years. When I was a kid, we started one year and made a really neat gingerbread church with lifesaver stained glass windows and that sort of started a tradition in my family of coming up with creative gingerbread houses. We did a castle, we did a barn, we did a log cabin, we've done all sorts of things over the years and now that my kids are a little bit older and can participate in gingerbread houses we've started to do that with them as well. So we did a tree house a couple of years ago Last year, we kept things simple and just bought a gingerbread kit that had a little gingerbread village, but my boys got creative and decided to turn it into the three little pigs' houses. So we had a house of straw with shredded wheat, and we had a house of sticks with pretzels, and we had a brick house that used red frosting, and it's been a really fun thing to get creative as a family and spend time together decorating, and of course my kids love to eat all of the gingerbread afterward. One of our family's favorite New Year's traditions is to try new food for New Year's. So we will go to kind of a specialty food store usually, like a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods or a World Market and see what we can find as far as foods that we've never tried before. So we'll find unique flavors of soda, we'll find international foods, and it's been a really fun way for my kids to try new foods and be exposed to different cultures and traditions, and also to think about the fun of what can happen when we try new things. Sometimes the food is a total flop and it's gross, and that's okay. And sometimes we've discovered some new favorite treats, and that's fun too. And so for us, it's been a good way to get our kids into the mindset of trying new things. 
and accepting that sometimes those things don't work out, but sometimes you'll be surprised at what happens when you try something new and you might actually like it. And that can translate over into our setting goals for the new year. Our last submission was from Scarlett, and she is sharing a New Year's Eve tradition that she got from her mom, who is from Chile. My name is Scarlett Bushman, and today I want to share a New Year's Eve tradition that my mom implemented in our family growing up. She is from Chile. My dad's from Guatemala, and I grew up in Massachusetts. And so we had three different cultural influences in our home. But my mom grew up doing this in her family on New Year's Eve. And so we grew up doing it as well. So a couple of things we did was right as the clock struck 12, we all knelt down as a family to say a prayer of gratitude for the year that we had just lived through and for the new year coming and for all the blessings that would come with a new start. And when we were done with that, we would all run to the front door and we had left backpacks and suitcases ready and full of things packed. And we would grab them, run out the door and run a loop around the house and then come right back inside. And that just meant that we would now be ready to travel anytime during the new year when the opportunity came. And then after that, we would go to the kitchen where my mom had set up cups for each of us with 12 grapes inside and each grape represented good luck for that month and so we would just eat the grapes as fast as we could another thing we did was put a dollar or a five dollar bill in the front pocket of our jeans or dress or just somewhere in your shoe if you don't have pockets just to start the year with money in your pocket just something fun that we did every year growing up right after the clock struck 12. And that was just a fun tradition that my family did. And that we've done a couple of times with now my children, my teenagers and extended family. Well, we hope you enjoyed those different Christmas and New Year's traditions from different parts of the world. We loved it. Thank you for sending those in. And this is going to be our last episode for the year 2022. So we'll see you on the flip side. We'll see you next year. Flip side? Flip side. Is that a 90s thing? Do you know people say that anymore? See you on the flip side. I like it. So we'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast or find us on our website at ParentingInRealLife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. <laughs>